I'd like to say if you've never been to one of those conferences, you need to go. You really need to go. You, you won't. You can't imagine what it will do for you to to see people from other churches, just like ours, five or six or ten yeah. or twelve or whatever, uh, get together and fellowship one with another. The singing is tremendous. Uh, the specials, the the congregational singing, I it just seems like heaven comes down sometimes. Uh, it's not a long trip. If anybody wants to go next year, I'll be glad to take you. <laughs> uh, so we thank the Lord for that opportunity uh, to go there and to be a part of that service. Yeah. I was texting Brother Troy this morning telling how much we enjoyed it. Brother and Sister Alexis, his uh, uncle, I believe, was there and preached. Brother Salicott and had a tremendous message, and many other messages, and uh, but I told Brother Troy this morning, I said, uh, Brother Hilly brought a great message on the heart of church, and I said, uh, that was the message of the conference. I said, I may be a little prejudiced, but and he got a chuckle out of that, but it was truly <clears throat> some message. So with that being said, I want to resume our study in this matter of the kings. We were been looking at, I think, the last, what's this, the tenth? On the third, we, we looked at the, the priest king, and we looked at this individual, Melchizedek. Melchizedek, however, where the part of country you're from, how you want to pronounce that, but... Uh, And so, Melchizedek was a type of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, he is the king of kings. And so I want to spend a little more time looking at the office of king. If you want to get some idea of the office of kings, that is the the as it was with over the nation of Israel, uh, you can go back to Joshua, Judges, and then first and second Samuel and Kings and so forth, but the book of Judges ends with these words it's in Joshua. Twenty-one and verse twenty-six. I mean, I'm sorry, Judges. Judges twenty-one twenty-two. Judges 21 and 25. I'll get it right in a minute. It says, In those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Right. 
And Judges begins with the death of Joshua. Judges verse, chapter 1 verse 1 says, Now after the death of Joshua came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? In the book of Joshua, you see an obedient people conquering the land, defeating their enemy, trusting in the Lord God. The Judges shows the defeat of a rebellious people. You know, a nation rises or falls on the relationship of, his, of God's people in that nation. Not on the financial strength of it. That's secondary. The nation rises or falls on how they are related to God. Know how that's forgotten today. And so 1 Samuel shows the transition from judges to kings. It's interesting when you look at the word for judges. The word judges means ruler, deliverer, savior. It not only carries the idea of maintaining justice, and settling disputes, which is what they did. But it also has reference to liberating and delivering. And that's, isn't that what God has done in our hearts? If he in fact reigns in our heart. You see, first the judges deliver the people, then they rule and administer justice according to God's word. The word judge means to pronounce sentence, whether that be to vindicate them if they're innocent or to uh, punish them if they're guilty. So they governed after this manner. But going from Judges to Samuel, we see the decline there. There are three prominent characters in these books. Samuel was the last judge and the first prophet. Saul was the first king of Israel. He was, was the king by their choice but not God's choice David was the, he Samuel was a king elect but David was the king that God chose but he was not yet recognized as such at the time that the people that God chose him 
God's people, when they're in their right mind, to use that expression, needed neither judges nor an earthly king to lead them. But they simply relied on thus saith the Lord. That's what should reign and direct and guide our life. Thus saith the Lord. God needs to be king in our life. We don't need to dictate to God. We need to listen to him and see what he dictates to us. Right. What he commands us to do. There were 13 judges in Israel with Deborah and Barak serving at the same time. So it was actually 12 periods of, a, of a judges reigning, but one of those periods were, were, were two, Deborah. And Barak. Ehud, or Ehud, how you pronounce it, served the longest time, 80 years. 80 years he served. More than twice the length of any other king. I did a lot of research, went back and looked at a lot of these people. So, just to remind you, Ehud, remember them. The man that went in and had a knife in his thigh and he went into that big fat king and he stuck that knife in there and clear, clear in and did, he couldn't pull it out. And he died. And he locked the door and fled. Now you would think well those people would immediately go right in there and find out the king and run and chase him down. But by God's providence for somehow they didn't they thought well he's in there praying or something. So we'll just leave him alone. So he was able to escape. In Judges we learn that obedience to God's word brings peace. You know why God's people don't have peace today? As a general rule, because they don't have God in their heart. Self rules and reigns. But obedience to God's words, God's word will, will make your life a whole lot more peaceful. I learned that the hard way. Not only there is an absence of peace, but there is a, a disobedient mindset. Which enslaves you and me. When we're overtaken by that. May even result in death. We also learn there the faithfulness of God in forgiving a penitent people. You know, none of these people that we read about are perfect. Neither are we. But if our heart is right and we're trying to serve God and we fail, 
God's not going to kill us off and that would be the end of us. He's a, he's a, he is a very forgiving God. Right. Forgiving people who can maybe have a, a worse, worse uh, state of judgment because of it. But God's merciful. I'm telling you. Yeah. And so when God was not king in their heart, they did that which was right in their own eyes. Thus, they enthroned themselves. And so, as I said before, God's people, when they're, they're in the right mind, need neither judge nor king. I'm going to spend a good deal of time in the next few weeks looking at this matter of the king. Christ in all those offices where he received rulers ruling and reigning and how they ruled and reigned they were not perfect. Far from it. Some of them went a little bit and they did pretty good. Then they lost sight of God and they went back to their own uh, idea of how a nation ought to be ruled. But Christ never had that problem, did he? He never once was unfaithful to the, the Heavenly Father. He never once abdicated the shared throne with the Lord. Remember about old Satan there? He said, you know, he wanted to usurp the throne of the Lord, didn't he? Uh -huh. And he fell. That angel of God. But not the Lord. And you think about him when he was in this life and he walked on this earth and he endured all the, the, uh, the hatred. Now he was, he, was, he was God, but he was a man. He had the same, uh, except he was uh, identified with the feelings of our infirmities. He had the same weaknesses as far as, uh, you know, he, he was sinless, but there was that, you know, why should I put up with all this uh, abuse? Now, I don't know if that ever went through Christ's mind. I don't know the mind of Christ. But he endured, the scripture talks about, the suffering and shame. And all the, even of his own people. He was forsaken of his own people. They saw him and they said, this is not the king that we want. They wanted a king like old Saul there who wasn't worth a dime. He looked good though, didn't he? That's why they chose him. He was tallest and the handsomest.
I've known some, I've known a lot of preachers, and they're not kings, we're not making the comparison there. They do speak God's word and they do instruct God's people. Some of them are not very good looking, I can tell you. Some of us are not very good looking, I should say. But I'll tell you this, it seems like the, the homeless man seems to be blessed with the greatest gift to preach. I, just my uh, thought on that, but I don't know. So, so God's people, when they're in their right mind, neither, ju neither, need, neither judge nor king. That is a, the official office of judge or king because... God has put within our heart that ability to submit to the judge and the king. He's king of king and lord of lords. I, I want to look at his that office of the king. I, I don't have much more to say. My notes, uh, I thought I got enough notes here for an hour and a half, but I, for some reason they I've done used them up. But uh, the, uh, this office of king is... I want, I want to look at the office as he was appointed. I want to look at the office as, 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 he, as he filled that office. And so many, many other uh, ways I want to look at that as the king. That's why Kathy and I chose that song about, about the king. And I just want to encourage you, and I encourage myself, there are so many, so many hindrances to us being the type of people that God wants us to be today. Amen. I mean, it's there's no way to get away from them. You walk in this world and you see what goes on. And so often, it's very easy to uh, throw off this this scorn that is placed upon God's people when we're doing what we should be doing. And we say, I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want that. But if God is king in our lives and he's not the king in my life that I'd like him to be. I can do much better. My prayer life is miserable. Cool. I'm working on that, brother. But it needs improvement. I, you know, I, you know, I think, well, I'm doing this, and before I know it, the, the day's gone. We need to get on our knees in the morning. Start. It might start with a little bit. Ten minutes or so. Get down on your knees. I, I can't hardly get down on my knees. I, I started there for a while. I just got kind of laid on the bed, and I thought, that's not right. So I finally started getting down on my knees. And uh, I had to have my cane there so I could get up. But we need to get on our knees and pray to the Lord. Because, you know, you get down on your knees, that's a, that's a, that's a form of humility. And if your heart's that way, then... Your heart is humble to, to first of all to acknowledge what how great God has been to us and the blessings that He's given us and all that He do does for us. 
I want to do better than making God my king. And I know you do too. Don't let the world rush in. And before you know it, the day is gone and we haven't prayed, we haven't read God's word. I was talking to a brother the other day, uh, texting him. He reads four chapters of the Bible a day. That wouldn't take very long. If it's a careful reading, maybe a half an hour. Half an hour. Break it up and do part of the morning, part of the afternoon, part of the evening. I guarantee you, if I will do that, like I want to do every day, but never seem to do it, I'm going to see the Lord as king more and more in my life. And I may yield to him as king more and more in my life. And brother, that's all i got to say. I know we're early, but pray God bless his word. Thank you, brother. I know one pastor, he said, uh, he said he was told when he was young to stand up. There's three ups to preaching. Stand up, speak up, shut up, and sit down. And so he said what you, the Lord gave you, and we appreciate that. All right, we'll have an intermission until I ring the bell. All right, you're dismissed.
Why not now? I told him before. <laughs> that didn't work. You know, now this year, this right off. <laughs> this this garage where I went, they had a little dog, so I told him, like, you know, this cute little dog is coming over here to follow me. He had, uh, he had a, a room, he opened it up. About from here to, to the door, and uh, wider than that. With the bears, lions, every kind of sheep, with horn, more deer. I mean, that thing was beautiful. And the alligator. Yeah. And uh, he, he told me only one guy had done all that hunting. Must be the owner. Yeah. yeah but how do you shoot a lion and? And they get away with maybe you can I guess. Tied about everything, yeah, everything that was like I didn't want to take a video because it's not my problem. No, they uh they get enough permit. You give them enough money, you can probably do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a problem. So you mentioned the preacher say you sit up or stand up. Speak up. Speak up. Shut up. Shut up. And sit down. That bar room, them little things. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. You did such a good job. Maybe even stay over 
Just talk to your parents. I'm going to text your mom in our group chat. Just for a minute. Yes. And stay the night. Hang out with us. Actual hangout. He only has five. So it's quick. Is she still under there? Yeah. Where is she? You got her in? But you can come play with the chickens and dogs. Oh, and ducks? Yeah, we have two little ducks. And they're laying now. Emma, can you both of them? I'll be there. Oh. Where? But. She's going to come hang out right But we'll find a day or something. And you should come over and hopefully it'll be a cool night. We can go out and do a fire. Before you get too big to do stuff like that. She said they they did 13 both days we were gone. Okay. And I got two this morning plus the duck egg. So that's 13. I was here one week you weren't here. 
Hi, how are you? Good to see you. How are you? Well, how you doing today? <laughs> Five days in a row, and outside of that last day, come home and say, Little town outside of Houston called Silphy. It's about 45 minutes. Good to see you, buddy. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? Hello, sir. I don't think I got to go home with my right. Okay, I go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't come back. Hey. Texas and he put England in Texas and how like people travel seven hours you know, get up to Dallas right they they hop on a train you know and they just sit there and ride the for an hour hour and a half that could be fine I guess you know but
the girls are here, and I, I got to talk to your husband. That is not the same. But she's a midwife, and one of her ladies went into labor early, so she was. She stayed home too. Yeah, it's a
Besides me and my wife. Okay. Alright. I take medications and she's always hot. Well, she's hot because she sees me and I have that effect on her. So. Alright. I'm going to go over the prayer list. And um, if you have yours, go ahead and get it out. And you can follow along and write some things down. <clears throat> and I want you to continue to be in prayer for the Lord's churches. And right now, be in prayer because I believe, as I preached up in Inverness yesterday, there is a uh, an attack, I don't know how else to say it, a besiegement of... Uh, reformism an assault on the Lord's church there has been in the last 20 some odd years such an emphasis of tulip and a neglect of this that folks have have forgotten this, our history, and now they're they're just running over to the reformers, and they're not the Lord's church. They might be saved. They might be saved. They might be in the kingdom, but they're not the Lord's church. And so you pray, you pray that the Lord would. Give some spiritual fortitude to God's people, His churches, to stand firm. And you can read about the Lord's churches in Revelation 2 and 3. There's going to be... The bride is small. Smaller than the kingdom. 
And so there's a lot of guests at the wedding, but there's only one bride. And so you, you be in prayer that the Lord would help us. Be in prayer for our missionaries. I failed. I, I'm sorry. I failed to get the reports copied. And I'm going to get them copied before the next business meeting. I hope. Maybe it'll be the new reports. I don't know. But you pray for these brethren. I'll tell you, Brother Willis and his last report he noted coming down to this meeting and how it was a blessing to him and his pastor the meeting we had here in October uh, our Thanksgiving service he really enjoyed it and so uh, you pray for him brother Caleb brother Daniel brother Willis brother Hansel and brother Raul Brother Daniel has a, he's got a business, he's, all, he's had this, it's Spanish for Servants. If you'd like to learn Spanish, uh, if, you're, if you, if you are, have Facebook, if you'll friend him and then share that, and just share it on your, home, your Facebook page so that others can see it, it'll help advertise his, his business. So he can get some more people who would be interested in it. Uh, what he does is he he uh, he teaches Spanish using scriptures in a biblical way, and it's very very good. Um, continue to pray for our government and military, the nation of Israel, that they would be saved. Pray for me. And feeding the church, leading us, following Holy Spirit leadership, supply my and family's needs. Uh, our shut-in members, our aged members, Sister Crow and Brother McDonald. Our overall health, I had been praying that we wouldn't have any, any sick folk. And Sister Scudder had to go and ruin that. But uh, you pray for her. And she had a real good time in Indiana. And got to talk to all her family about the Lord. And she's supposed to tell me about it at our fellowship dinner. And she was sick. And so I'm going to get with her. And get some details as soon as she gets to feeling better. We'll be in prayer for those listed here, uh, particularly our widows and uh, Sister Victoria with her migraines, Brother Dan, his diabetes, our snowbirds. Um, I apologize. I, I didn't put Sister Four on there. That was a uh, just a omission error. But uh, Peter, Brother Peter, he's having some issues with his knee. And so be in prayer for him that it has delayed him coming down. And so pray for him. He's, got, he's getting it looked at. Um, but I told him I got a lot of things for him to do. 
when he gets here. Uh, I've set up a lot of appointments for him when he gets here too. Uh, under praise and answered prayer, on behalf of, uh, I'm going to say this on behalf of two people, they don't know it, but on behalf of the Witzel kids, uh, they're doing real good in school. Really good in school. Amen. Uh, Haley finished her exams and she's got all A's and B's in her first semester. So you stayed in the, the program, right? Okay, good job. So we thank the Lord for that. I was real excited. I texted her last night. Somebody doesn't initiate communication with me, so I'm the one who always has to initiate communication. Gets old after a while. <clears throat> uh, and Josh, he's got all A's, and he's got exams coming up two weeks? Yes. Okay. So pray for him, that the Lord would help him. And uh, then they, uh, continue to be just be in prayer for them with all the things that they've got going on. And then also uh, continue to pray for under special request, Brother Dan's cousin, John. He's more like a brother, isn't he, to you? Uh, as he's going through the grief of losing his wife, and then he's got some he's got some other issues, you said. So uh, and so be in prayer for him. And then Brother Dan, as he has opportunities to minister minister to him over the phone and uh, help him be in prayer for those. Uh, Brother Frankie, as he and Sister Victoria, as they deal with the immigration. You got any updates on that, Brother Frankie? Uh, no, but uh, everything is up where it's supposed to be. Good, okay. the paperwork and all the petitions. And okay. It's up there. Okay. Waiting for answers. Okay, good. Um, just continue to be in prayer for... Um, those on the prayer list, uh, Sister Sevy, Brother Devin, their spiritual needs, uh, Sister Marilyn's sister, who has breast cancer, Nancy Strosnyder, Strosnyder, um, Johnstown Missionary Baptist Church. They'll be needing to seek a pastor. Uh, their pastor, Pete Horn, he has cancer. I haven't heard any more from Timothy John in regards to his stomach. Uh, my brother Jesse now with his knee. Uh, all those we've got listed for salvation. Um, just continue to pray for them, plead for, for before the throne of grace for their salvation. And we're going to redo this. I'm probably not going to be able to get to it till I, 
uh, January with the subsequent meetings that we've got coming up uh, with the trips and everything but I'll try to do my best and we're gonna have uh, we'll get new ones out to you to fill in any updates you might have anything new and um, try to get new the new format uh, that I've got to do so it won't mess up with the printer and then uh, um, that you'll have and then it'll be blank you can fill it in and then we'll get it typed up again and you'll have copies of them try to get that uh, in January but for now just fill in and add so keep continue to be in prayer and that the Lord would help us in these matters I anticipate seeing the Lord save Amen. among our midst I really do I anticipate it I expect it and I wait for him that the Lord would save and add to our work and I want you to all I really do the the December 30th meeting uh, in Sefner I'd really like you to plan to be there it's a Saturday uh, it's a good meeting um, uh, brother Sitters is going to preach I'm preaching and then uh, I found out uh, not um, uh, brother um, ah. I thought brother Pierce was preaching but it's not it's brother Shepherd they're gonna have brother Shepherd preach so it's brother Sitters myself and brother Shepherd so as usual I'll have to carry two preachers over the finish line I'm kidding I thought it was a good one. All right. Um, well, let's go to the throne of grace, and then Brother Frankie's going to lead us in some singing. Father, we do come before your throne. This morning, it's been good to be in your house. And we've had a wonderful time here today with your people. It's been so good to see our friends here. We thank you for the Waddells, and we thank you for Sister Four. Thank you for them being with us. Lord, we do miss Brother Four, but we know that he's with you. We have confidence, unshakable confidence that you had saved him, and he's now in your presence. And so, Lord, we, we just thank you for the privilege of having known that brother Amen. and his testimony. And so now we, we pray, Lord, that you might help us to have such a testimony as that and to serve you with reverence and godly fear now. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to worship you in spirit and in truth and to live for you. 
I pray for your churches this morning. Lord, there are so many dangers, so many false teachings that have gone out. Help us that we might take the shield of faith and quench the fiery darts that Satan has fired. That's all we can do. That's all you've given us to do. You said above all, taking the shield of faith. So help us to do that, to believe your word, to trust you. Lord, help us whether we be two or three assembled together to believe you. Lord, we pray for this church. Help us to not be removed from thy word. Help us to stand firm upon it. We pray for the lost here that you might prick their hearts. That you might quicken them by your word. Draw them unto Christ. Lord, you are so merciful, so loving and kind to forgive, of your, forgive us of, of our sins and transfer them to impute them upon your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, that he bore every one of them, paid the sin debt, It's unfathomable the price that he paid to endure your wrath on the tree of the cross. And Lord, that you raised him from the dead, giving us assurance that our sin debt was paid. Lord, we thank you for that. And now... Now, Lord, we pray that you might move by your Spirit, that you would justify one, that you might bring them unto you, and then add them unto thy work. And help us as a church to edify, to encourage, to love, to be tender-hearted, toward one another. Help us that we might be filled with compassion. You told us that we are to that the sign of your disciples is that we might love one another. Lord, we've been sometimes my father said as porcupine Baptists, we got a lot of good points, but you can't get anywhere near them. We're like that a lot sometimes, Lord. And we pray that you might forgive us. Help us that we would be the kind of people that you were. Help us to be as the Good Samaritan. Help us to be as the one who, who would say unto the harlot, Neither do I condemn thee, go and sin no more. Lord, we, we pray that you might continue to help us to live 
in a way that you would find pleasing unto you because we are so filled with sin and iniquity. Even yet, we pray that you'll pardon us for such. We ask you now for help to worship you in spirit and in truth. Receive all that we do in thy name. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, Brother Frankie.